0: Well, we approach the end of the program. Let's have a chat about the unusual in the world of motoring and transport. On the line is Brian Smithgate. Brian... G'day, David. And Errol Smith. G'day, Errol. G'day, David. Now, Chinese automaker GAC Motor, it's the sixth largest car maker in China. Its flagship brand is actually an interesting name. They wanted it to be uh, sound a bit Chinese, uh, to resemble the word legendary and meaning passing of good fortune. Unfortunately, that sort of translates as Trump Chi, now, I think you're going into the American market, but suddenly they realise uh, the uh, motor show that happened in January brought about a certain amount of derision. Gentlemen, I note that as having the name of the president on the car, in this case,
1: is immediately assumed to be a bad thing. That's amazing, isn't it? Yes. Oscar Wilde said the only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about. <laughs> so I would have thought that uh, you know, having having at least a bit of buzz around the, the product would be, um, would be beneficial. They'd, they'd like this. I certainly
0: think it would get you attention. However, it would also get you attention after the sale as well. You can imagine oh, yes. people doing things both positive and negative to the badge on the back of the car. Uh, yes. Yes, yes. Trumpchi. Yes. Uh, apparently they started with the
2: brand ClinTone, but uh, Trumpchi turned out to be the surprise winner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Chi is an interesting word. It's the 22nd letter of the Greek alphabet. uh, And, of course, in astronomy, it means the 22nd star in the constellation, not something that I think Trump would be particularly like to, although perhaps that's where the Republican Party would put him in the scheme of things.
1: There's always a risk in trying to sort of anglify um, Asian names, isn't there? Yeah. That, uh, you know, you could have some unintended consequences. You would have thought, though, that a bit of research would have um, highlighted this issue I think um, you know a bit of yeah, maybe into... looking at
2: the headline of um, <laughs> any
0: American news outlet of any kind
1: that's right <laughs> absolutely clear he's not held in high regard
0: He is a bit Johnny come lately isn't he I mean he's been around and added all his uh, typical comments for a long time yet He hasn't really hit the major headlines. And the other thing is
1: that all your executives
0: might have said, well, of course, he won't get elected.
1: Yes, yeah, that's right. The chances were very slim, weren't they? But if he's a loser, why would you still want that name on your car? He could have been been the one that almost made it.
0: (laughs) The little engine that tried. Qi is an example of the life force, isn't it? So that was very positive. But unfortunately, I believe it's the forces that circulate in your body according to certain Taoism and other Chinese thought, but it's both negative and positive forms. The other <laughs> thing is Qi is also an abbreviation for the city of Chicago. K. West wrote a song called Jesus Walks which worries me, the whole link of that. But I walk through the Valley of Chi, where death is, top floor, the view alone will leave you breathless. So, I mean, the other alternative, then they could be associated with K West. Oh, Kanye.
1: Kanye Kanye. West. Kanye. Gita. There's the <laughs> yes. Generation Gap listeners. Yes. You've seen it there. <laughs> A gulf. <laughs> yes, David.
2: Uh, the, the the fine print in the story, uh, though, is that the cars don't uh, the cars that they make don't yet meet US regulations, so uh, the name is kind of irrelevant.
1: Maybe maybe uh, it's an attempt to get in. <laughs> given they maybe can't it even sell Maybe it's an attempt to there. get to get around the regulations as like a tribute. They thought Trump might have signed off on, you know, getting their car into into the country.
2: Mm, but that, of course, they'd have to get it over that wall that Mexico is going to build. <laughs> That's
0: right how would you train your showroom staff to sell the trump's well of course they would say it's the best car it has the most power of any car by far it has the best fuel economy it's the cheapest no other car is cheapest it has the brightest colors it's the freshest smelling better than any garden you've been in I push the line much better fuel economy than a vw
1: that's right I the, the fuel economy yes. results over <laughs> then you know you're in trouble Yes, they so could just. And apparently, light, apparently
2: like... every model is a soft top with a very strange, flat sort of thing.
1: <laughs> That'd be great. Instead of a smooth top, it could just all be waving in the wind, could cool. <laughs> it?
0: Yeah, whenever okay. you you got to avoid going out in the wind because the top will flop in this in ridiculous directions.
1: Mm, it's the Oklahoma. It's got the little buggy with a fringe on top. <laughs>
0: Of course, if you were in the showroom and uh, you, uh, the person potentially buying the car says, well, actually, the, my neighbour has a beck- better-looking Kia, you'd promise to build a wall and get them to pay for it. <laughs> build a garage. <laughs> the other thing they might do is say it came from the same town that makes Donald Trump suits. You know, that uh, if you were to make it a selling point, you would have to be the biggest... Approach you would take would be to condemn the opposition. Oh, yes. Yeah. Bag them out. Yeah.
1: Lock them up. Lock them up.
0: Or, or, you know, something like the screen in your Hyundai can record your conversation.
1: Ah, getting tapped by the Obama car.
2: Yes. Yes. And it needs some erratic tweeting from their marketing department. <laughs> uh, it, apparently, if you've never heard of this lot, they're, they're, they are the fifth biggest producer of vehicles in China.
1: Are they really? GAC yes. Motor, Guangzhou mm. Automatic, Automobile Group. What will they change it to if they change it from Trump, Trump-Chi? What would they change it to then?
0: Well, in America, is so divided. There's nothing sort of middle of the road, is there? There's nothing soft and, and acceptable to either side. The Hitler. You the-
1: <laughs> did, did not see that coming.
0: Did you see someone said the other day that Trump is not like Hitler? Hitler was far more controlled. He, uh, he reviewed his speeches and had a much better uh, marital arrangement. Of course, if they sold there and they didn't sell well, you just claim that the figures are rigged.
1: Well, you just claim that they are selling well, best-selling. Vehicle.
0: I wonder what the service department would be like from a trump chi a type of thing. If you complained, they'd call on the crowd to punch you in the face.
1: your mechanic could abuse you
0: yes
2: the the motto will be make american cars great again
1: (laughs) by driving this korean car yes
0: yes maybe they may maybe they will look good in comparison not even americans who could believe that that could be possible yes yes true um yes well well i've got a i've got a story
2: about volkswagen actually um uh, a US federal judge in Detroit, uh, speaking of the US, has ruled that naughty little German company Volkswagen has been a very bad car maker and has to go sit in the naughty corner for three years probation while being watched carefully for any more mucking up by the by an independent oversight. Uh, this is a case of deliberate and massive fraud, said the judge, regarding VW's dodgy engines that had uh, many of their diesel engines cheating on their fuel efficiency exams. He also improve, approved a US $2.8 billion, that's billion with a B, fine, which uh, mummy is not going to like when VW gets home.
1: How do you put a company on probation? I know do you prevent them selling in the market maybe it's kind of like double plus hidden probation that you know if you uh, if you don't if you do it again we'll um, we'll tell you not to do it again
0: who, who, who's you in that case uh, I mean if the board approves a, a, a con job oh, that's obvious but what happens if someone over a counter or something does a slightly underhand thing does does that count can you put a whole family on probation?
1: What about, how would that work with car salespeople? Gosh, they'd be continually <laughs> on <that> probation, <laughs>
0: <wouldn't> they? <Yes>. are <laughs> going to have to be uh, honest in everything. The whole company would have to be above board in everything. Mm. Well, then they'd never well, make any money, would they? they?
1: Yeah, don't they say they are? Isn't that the whole point? Shouldn't your company be ethical and, and trustworthy? This is the problem. You build a brand and then you trash it by yes. something stupid like that, and how do you rebuild it? Mm. Well, see,
0: the, see, in Trump's America, I don't think that matters, does it? That showed initiative, didn't it? Isn't that yeah. uh, the, the way to, to go about doing it? But, but I mean, uh, Volkswagen has just become the world's largest selling car company.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, it's now on their records, so, you know, any future employer... We'll see that they've uh, they've been on probation. So would having a, a record like that affect their employment chances? Later? <laughs> well, the other thing is, who do you employ? Uh, yeah, and do you report to the, the parole officer?
0: <laughs> yes. yes, you can come and work for us, but you have to go and visit the parole officer every second right. week. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: Or, or do Audi and Bugatti and um, and Skoda just kind of pretend they've got nothing to do with them?
1: That's right, just, nothing you know, to do with us. They just, they'll <laughs> just play, play on the other side of the schoolyard. It's <laughs> <laughs> blank them as they go past. They no longer lift a finger or flash the lights.
0: That's if you have, like, a brother or a sister who's, you know, being naughty or a bit weird or whatever that you really, you know, is that your brother? Well, no, not really, no, 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 it's... Uh, not anymore. Yeah, not so anymore. Mum makes me bring
1: him everywhere. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> now, this time for sure, Brian, you have a story of trains.
1: Certainly, David. What is a high-speed fast train? So so we've talked about the VFT, the very fast train, um, proposals to go Sydney to, to Melbourne. Well, there's a proposal now for a fast, and possibly it's fast in inverted commas, train between Sydney and Canberra. Um, Andrew Lee, politicians, urged the New South Wales government to support the idea of a Canberra to Sydney high-speed train. However, um, there seems to be a few question marks over the proposal. First of all, it's not really one of those very fast trains that runs at three or 400 kilometres per hour, but we're talking now about a conventional style train on, a, on an existing set of tracks. Perhaps it's upgraded, but it, it would tilt into corners, which could allow it to go a little quicker. Now, these have been looked at before. Um, and uh, previously, I think it was concluded in 1997 that um, in order to get the sort of magic travel time of two hours, Sydney to Canberra, then these actively tilting trains, which actually lean into corners, uh, would cost up to $1.5 billion back then. However, the... Spanish company Talgo, who is proposing this, uh, who's proposing this thing, has said it would cost less than 100 million. Now that's fantasy land, isn't it, David? 100 million dollars doesn't <laughs> not going to buy you three or four hundred kilometres of service, is it?
0: I approached a couple of uh, experts in the field over this, and uh, they did say that it was optimistic. Actually, the word was bollocks, but. The, yeah. <laughs>
1: So in order to do Sydney-Canberra in two hours means averaging 145 kilometres an hour or better without stops uh, and not slowing down for the many-level crossings. Uh, back in 1995, uh, they, they did a bit of a trial. They managed three hours 25 with just a normal XPT. So the, the biggest concern seems to be that uh, a proposal like this could actually put the block on the, a real a very fast train
0: hmm. Um yeah it, it, the whole issue of what is a fast train versus a very fast train this comes into planning in cities as well the desire for example in sydney to be able to get from the city center to Parramatta, the next biggest uh, center region within the sydney metropolitan area it you know they we want to use it's been suggested fast trains and people think of japan and the uh, bullet trains and so on that's not at all quite as you quite rightly use brian very fast trains is those 300k plus uh, trains that you can get in france and so on and, and certainly japan although you know the what's the country with the most very fast trains it's not china japan. china is right and mm. i think next is spain and i think uh, actually japan is third but the, mm. But yeah, that's the point. So these
2: so, so are really faster trains. They're not really fast. They're just faster than what we've got
0: now. Mm. Do you like the idea of leaning into corners? Maybe you could get a lot of young people to go on it and go brum brum brum, and you know feel like they're. It's a
1: bit like sailing. Perhaps it's like you you have to run from one side to the other.
0: Yeah, well, I think I think the hundred million
2: that was just to install some loudspeakers and just tell all the the passengers, (laughs) can you just go to the left hand side for this corner? (laughs) Now now move to the right hand side.
1: Of course, and they're back in the middle. These fast trades are supposed to um, be an alternative to flying. And, and be more economical and be uh, more environmentally conscious. And and the whole point of the the train's advantage over air isn't the speed that it can travel, but that it actually takes you from the centre of the city to the centre of the other city. And yep. so part of this is around not so much getting, you know, very, very short travel time, but reducing the need for that trip to the airport at each end and turning mm. up 30 minutes between your flights. So um, the downside of proposals like this for sort of fast trains between cities is that, that uh, they usually involve um, additional stops. So, you know, they'll want to stop at Goulburn, for example, or this, the Southern Highlands. And of course, this is all around uh, providing opportunities for people to live in country towns where, where it may be cheaper to live uh, and commute via this way. So what do we think of this, David? Is it a good idea for someone to be commuting 200 kilometres to work?
0: I have my great doubts about the very fast train for that very reason. I have concerns that we think that that's a viable way. It's a hugely expensive thing to keep the system going, to use the energy to keep it going and so on. If we get renewable energies, that might be better, yet you still have to have a system to do it. Uh, And I have a great concern that the very fast train is often being seen uh, from that, perspective uh, so uh the, the other thing is um the two hours is probably quite a if if you could do it and i don't think you can uh, under the existing conditions just with tilt trains that um that that Is probably the sort of right sort of time so people don't commute but do do the trip regularly you know if you fly down there it'll take you three hours by the time you get on the plane and you know get there early and do all that I know quite a number of people drive but the real test will be against an autonomous car so that not only do you go from center to center but actually when you get to Canberra you've got a car to take you around uh, that's the sort of comparison, and therefore, I have my doubts that even a two hour trip is going to have people rushing towards it. Mm.
1: Well, uh, can you do Sydney to Canberra in two hours? in safety in an autonomous car do
0: you think Dave? no no not the two hours but the mere fact is yeah. that you'll then have the three hours you can work and do things mm. and and do other activities and then have your car down there you know mobile phone and yeah. You know, don't get me wrong i'd prefer a two-hour trip to a three-hour trip there's no question but then again if it's going to take me half an hour to muck around at either end i might as well take the car down Yes, but, well, mm. I've, I've, I've caught a, tr- uh, a plane
2: from Sydney to Canberra um, there and back, and, and it's almost not worth the hassle.
1: That's no, right. It's so 20 because
2: minutes. Because there's so, there's so much, yeah, yeah the, you're hardly in the, the air at all. And uh, the, all, there's so much mucking around at each end that it almost takes you as long as it would to drive. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, But David, David, I think your comparison is unfair because you could at least compare it to an autonomous train, to the autonomous (laughs) car although (laughs) it occurs to me that from the passenger's point of view a train really is autonomous the driver is invisible and there's a robotic voice telling you what's going on
1: (laughs) (laughs) and why it's delayed
0: we have in fact produced a video on this if you go to the driven media website there's now a columns well there's now a section for videos which are mainly about transport planning issues like we have just been discussing with a little bit of film Uh, to go with it, obviously, being a video, uh, to make the point that we're doing. Now, of course, a tilt train has that element of uh, boyhood wonder, of roller coaster, in a way. Uh, Should we be bringing these sorts of things even, perhaps, to uh, cars? And, uh, Errol, I think you have a story about the sort of control we might have over a car in the future. Yes, David. Well, well, rumors of the death
2: of the iCar have been somewhat exaggerated, though it would appear that uh, Apple's budget for their autonomous cars program has been cut a little because rather than developing an entire car like Google and the rest are doing, the latest research out of Apple HQ, I'm not sure why they don't call it the core, um, <laughs> is that they've got an off-the-shelf Lexus SUV and whacked a video game steering wheel and pedals in it. And, um, and they're in the back seat of all places creating the ultimate backseat driver. <laughs> I, 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 and what was wrong with the original steering wheel and pedals, which are after all physically and one would assume more reliable, uh, is unclear.
0: Well, a joystick to drive is not a new idea because it was originally conceived to get rid of the steering wheel for safety reasons, but now it might be more for room, for space, because you're going to be able to read a book or type on a computer and you don't want a steering wheel in front of you. Mm. Yeah, it'll get in the way of the widescreen TV. (laughs) Well, that's right, that, that your screen will become a television. The idea of getting a new way of doing it is really only technology brings it about. The classic example of that, of course, is the keyboard, which we now have set up in the quirky system, uh, quirky system, uh, where you know the letters are, which was never set up for speed. It was set up to in fact so it didn't get too fast but now you might well be able to press a button and say i want to learn on a different keyboard altogether so the technology will give us a chance with a whole pile of young people not us oldies we'll hate it the idea of a joystick but we will be able to take on uh, young people will be able to take on new technology because that's what they've grown up with Hmm. But
2: David, I think even a joystick is outdated. It would be a it would be a game controller.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I with a, with a with a, a D pad. But um, I just think this 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 whole thing just sounds like it's the kind of thing that a bunch of high school students would throw together. Yes, you, know, you get a car and whack in a, a you know, rip the uh, the steering wheel out of their you know Need for Speed game or something, and chuck it Sorry, in the car. Are
0: you saying are you saying that's a good or a bad idea then?
1: <laughs> I, think I, I, I don't actually quite see the point. Kids might be hacking hacking <laughs> the car and, and introducing peripherals that don't fit or aren't intended, I suppose. Have you ever driven
0: one of those video games? I can't drive them well. They are, They seem to react too late or then they overreact and I don't know whether... It's me, but I, I do not cope well. Maybe it's the control or, or is it the system? I don't know. Mm. I found the, the same the, thing. Could though, be the meatware, though.
1: It's very different to driving um, a, a car fast in real life. Um, mm. it, once you've done that, I suspect you're a little more careful online and, and you don't have the same sort of uh, gravitational kind of G-force feedback that you get. Yeah, I find the same. I'm useless at driving a virtual car.
0: We can't put this system in until you can crash a car and it doesn't affect you.
1: Yeah, you just get power up. Yeah, new yeah. lives. Yeah, it's yes, going three fires at least.
0: And the other thing is, if my son has any indication on Xbox, it's no Xbox. It's no fun unless you're chasing a baddie, possibly shooting at them, and your partner is a uh, attractive member of the opposite sex. It's, yeah, <laughs> they seem to be the, the key elements of driving these days. And 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 it will be in the future Apple Car too, David. All right, gentlemen. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Don't forget to, for everyone to look on the website drivenmedia.com.au for the videos where we discuss some issues to do with transport planning, and uh, generally including one that we've just discussed today. The, uh, Brian and Errol, thanks again for your time. All right, David.
1: Bye, David.